to the That Got Me Thinking podcast. I'm your host Nat and today's topic is about happiness. Now this is a self-help favourite topic but I want to be looking at it from a different stance because I'm not sure we are searching for happiness and I'll tell you why. I have been reading a book this week by Jay Shetty and if you haven't heard of him before Go and check out his YouTube stuff, he's amazing. His new book's called How to Live Like a Monk. And he says, Never before have so many people been so dissatisfied or so preoccupied with chasing happiness. And I thought, you know, that got me thinking. Hence the podcast title this week. Because chasing is the word that got me thinking. Because are we chasing so much for something? actually get there because we're chasing the wrong things are we looking in all the wrong places are we searching for some type of meaning but the search is all we do the what if what if i was a stone lighter if they loved me if i had a successful career if i looked a certain way if i fitted a certain mold i'm not convinced that that is the answer well not just not convinced i know it's not we're so busy looking for this next thing that we never question if that step is what we truly want. Or is it what others want for us? Or what others expect of us? Are we actually searching for something that we think is happiness? But actually, do we feel comfort with a sense of difficulty and hardship? Because it's a familiar feeling for a lot of us the despair and the moaning. We can argue that some of us are much more familiar with discomfort than happiness. And we forget because happiness seems so illusionary and so, so seemingly far away, abstract and unknown. We only experience it in glimpses. Not a true understanding of what happiness means or looks like to us. Even in those glimpses of happiness, we feel undeserving, unworthy, fearful that this happiness can fall through our fingers in a heartbeat and if we believe in the law of attraction and the idea that thoughts become things are we not sustaining our hardships ourselves are we setting ourselves up for more of the comfortable and the despair because if we take away the material what are the qualities of happiness that you're looking for what's personal to you won't be the same as what's personal to me because we can become so entrenched in our misery our thoughts play out about all the things we don't want and then how can we bring that back to turn the curve and concentrate only on the positive positive? and for me I think this is where gratitude comes in because it's a proven scientific experiment that we cannot feel gratitude alongside feelings of anxiety and depression at the same time. I don't know about you, but I'd much rather feel gratitude than I would any of the other emotions. And we seek so much for this elusive happiness that we don't expect to find it anymore. Our human suffering is seen everywhere, in the press and social media and different family members we can all think about really hone in on this part. Can we personalise our happiness? Can we understand what 
may bring us this joy that we're really looking for? Can we really analyse our personalisation of happiness, our prescription? Because it's not a one-size-fits-all shop. Wouldn't that be nice, a happiness shop where you just go up and pick things out? And I think that's what we think buying things will do for us. Our wants and desires are intricately linked to what motivates us. Our beliefs, our ideals, our subconscious mind, the expectations, the things that we've accumulated over time. And we look for the material, for these things to fulfil our needs, whether it's a car or a promotion or a product or Botox or a pair of shoes or chocolate. Yet we can all recognise people who appeal on the outside to have all of the material possessions that would appearingly make us happy, yet suffer deeply, some even taking their own lives because happiness is kind of the illusion of the material. Because the material is the outside. But for me, what I'm in pursuit of is the happiness of the inside. The inner conditions of serenity and inner freedom. Grasping at this ripple effect to help others too. I want some awareness, an antidote to my emotions. Not dependent on an external circumstance, but dependent on my own understanding of my emotions. Unpacking them and acknowledging them. Being aware of how we feel. For me, using meditation as a tool to establish the difference between thoughts, my ego and emotions. And underneath these conditions, finding the freedom of serenity to my soul. Because that's what happiness is to me. It's the freedom and the serenity of my soul. Compassion to self and others. Gratitude to other situations. And in turn, changing how our brain works. Because... We can rewire how our brain and the neuroplasticity in our brain works. We can move things around. And we can change how our brain adapts from human struggling to human awareness. Leading to our individual happiness. Changing our mentality from one of despair to one of gratitude. Seeing the best in situations that we're in believing that there is a story and a reason to the, the things that we find ourselves in. If we could just get off the the way that we see things and just get off the hamster wheel for two minutes to get a bigger perspective of what's going on. And in the words of Dumbledore, happiness can be found even in the darkest of places if one can only remember to turn on the light. Or, as in this circumstances look outside of where you are tune into your feelings and quieten your brain as much as possible and now to end this week's podcast I wanted to read out a poem that's quite precious to me um, I read this at my grandmother's funeral and it's called the Desiderata and I think while we're talking about happiness and living life on your terms I think this really speaks to that this poem is quite old so some of the some of the lines are a little bit outdated but go with it so it's called the desiderata go placidly among the noise and haste and remember what peace there may be in silence as far as possible without surrender 
be on good terms with all persons. Speak the truth quietly and clearly and listen to others, even the dull and the ignorant. They too have their story. Avoid loud and aggressive persons. They are vexed to the spirit. If you compare yourself with others, you may become vain and bitter. For always there will be greater and lesser persons than yourself. Enjoy your achievements as well as your plans. Keep interested in your career, however humble. It is a real possession in the changing fortunes of time. Exercise caution in your business affairs, for the world is full of trickery. But let this not blind you to what virtue there is. Many persons strive for high ideals and everywhere life is full of heroism. Be yourself, especially do not feign attention. Neither be cynical about love, for in the face of all adversity and disheartenment, but it's perennial as the grass. Take kindly the counsel of the years, gracefully surrendering the things of youth. Nurture strength of spirit to shield you in sudden misfortune, but do not distress yourself with imaginings. Many fears are born of fatigue and loneliness. Beyond a wholesome discipline, be gentle with yourself. You are a child of the universe, no less than the trees and the stars. You have a right to be here, whether or not it's clear to you. No doubt the universe is unfolding as it should. Therefore, be at peace with God, whatever you conceive him to be, and whatever your labours and aspirations in the noisy confusion of life, keep peace with your soul. With all its sham, drudgery and broken dreams, it's still a beautiful world. Be careful and strive to be happy. I think in our striving is where our podcast is today. Hope you have a great week. Take care.